Hey folks, it's Jeff Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to my podcast called Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how is everybody doing? It's Monday morning, kicking off a new week. Hopefully everybody has been great over the weekend. Uh, sun is shining. It's nice out. We're... Fall's not quite here yet, right? Had a nice pool party yesterday with some friends in the neighborhood. Um, uh, got to eat some good food, uh, have some good conversations. So that was nice, you know, still enjoying that good weather until, uh, until you know, winter gets here. But uh, that's enough of the small talk, right, about, about weather. I mean, obviously, I just don't have anything else to talk about, right, if I'm talking about the weather. Now, I got some other things to talk about. So had a very interesting weekend. You know, it was my dad's birthday, so uh, that was his birthday was Friday. Happy birthday, Dad, Gordon! Um, uh, but so we got together on Saturday. So Saturday was a weird day because nothing was going right, and I mean nothing. So it started with I had this plan to take my kids and the wife um, to uh, a water park, indoor water thing um, down by my parents' house, so we could go there. Let the kids play, get all tired, drop them off at grandma, grandpa's, and the wife and I would get to go out and maybe have, you know, I don't know, an hour to ourselves for some dinner, you know? It was our anniversary weekend, so maybe we, maybe something like that could happen. So, uh, you know, we end up, I, I go to buy the tickets and all that stuff, and what pops up? Uh, closed for renovation. I was like, what the, what? It's September. How, 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 on a weekend, you're closed? So, found out we couldn't go there. So then we go and we try to find an alternative, which, mind you, now i got to find an alternative that fits into all these plans of Dad's birthday and, you know, driving an hour and 20 minutes away and all this other stuff. So so we end up deciding to go to a place called, it's called um, Imagination Station. It's in Toledo, Ohio. Toledo. I love going to Toledo. There. So it's raining all day. We decide that's where we're going to go. So we leave. Drive that hour and 25, hour, almost an hour and 30 minutes. Get down there. It's closed. Closed for renovations. So at that moment, I realized that I was specific. I was 100% in my uh, vacation, you know, Chevy Chase vacation movie uh, with Wally, you know, uh, Wally World, right, where I just wanted to literally punch a moose. And then I need John Candy to come up and talk to me. And sorry, folks, perks closed today. So, yeah, so I drove, and mind you, I drove in a, in a monsoon. It rained all day in our, around here. I mean, rained hard. So then we decide that my mom works close by, so why don't we go over to the mall? Now I'm going to get into this, and if you, any of you are listeners out there love going to the mall, you should just shut it off right now, because I tell you, I don't know who you are. I don't know how anybody on the planet can like going to the mall. That is one of the most stressful environments I have ever been in. It's the mall. And it was a Saturday afternoon in Toledo, Ohio. And mind you, you might be able to hear I have my hands in my face for how intense and aggressive it was there. It was so loud. People everywhere, rude people everywhere, trying to get through there, just trying to go say hi to my mom. And I've already been dealing with ridiculousness, right? Um, so we get to the mall. And we're just hanging out there. And I tell, how do all these people have disposable income? We went to the Disney store. And there was, 
I don't know, 75 to 100 people in the Disney store buying crap. And now, granted, we bought some crap for the kids. So maybe I'm talking about myself. I don't know why we bought anything, but we did. And I watched three, probably between 17 to 22-year-old girls sitting around a bunch of stuffed animals, Dory and, you know, walruses and, you know, Frozen, whatever, discussing them like they couldn't wait to buy them and then take them home. It's like they're stuffed animals. You're, 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 you're young adults. Really? Really? You're dropping 15, 20 bucks on a stuffed animal? I just, it was aggressive. And the other thing is, I don't know what's going on in fashion, but uh, Americans do not look good enough to wear the tight clothing that may or may not be in style. I can tell you that, Toledo, Ohio. This one, maybe I am discussing this directly for you, Toledo, Ohio. You got to look in the mirror. There was some outfits. Now, granted, I'm all about seeing some skin on a nice young lady. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I mean, sorry, you know, I'll look. But there's nothing to look at half the time walking around this mall. Let, you know, you can't have this sort of look going on. It is not pleasant for anybody involved. And... The amount of odd tattoos that are going on. Is that an epidemic? Is that something that needs to be discussed right now, the tattoo world? Because holy cow, there's a lot of weird tattoos. Holy cow. But you know what I just realized? I didn't discuss what's coming up on this show. I'm so sorry. You're probably five minutes in going, who's going to be on the show today? Should I keep listening or do I got to keep hearing this guy rant? So in today's episode, you are going to have to hear me rant a little bit. So... I decided that I wanted to do an episode where I break down my tools that I use for crowdfunding. And now this is going to be an inside baseball podcast. So again, if you don't want to hear about the tools and you don't want to hear why I use them and why I don't use them, shut it off. You're not going to dig this one. I'll have another big episode coming out on Thursday with a, with a project creator. But this one, I wanted to break down all the tools I use, and it's extensive. This is about... I don't know, there's probably 40 tools on here that I'm using consistently. And I think these tools will help you with social media, marketing, crowdfunding, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, so let's, let's go back real quick. Oh, another great thing. I got my wedding ring. Yep, finally, after that debacle when I was up north. Yep, some of you remember from some of those episodes back in the day, when I, back uh, a few, about a month ago when I lost my wedding ring up north. I got a new one. I'm back. So, ladies... I'm off the market again. Uh, I got my stamp on. I, nobody can pick me up. But um, so, so real quick too, before we get into the tools and um, and this sort of uh, you know where I'm basically going to give you a whole bunch of tools to dive into. Um, I uh, I want you to hopefully sign up for our Slack channel if you really want to go inside baseball. I'm going to post um, uh, the blog that's going to accompany this um, uh, this podcast with all these tools and links to everything. Uh, I'm going to post this in my Slack channel too. So if, if any of this stuff goes over your head and bloop, it probably will, you can follow, follow back and go to the website and, uh, uh, and check out the, the links from there. So sign up for that. That way you can get into some really inside baseball and links that I love or articles I'm reading. And, um, so check that out. And then also make sure you're a subscriber and make sure you tell a friend. Still got to get in that new and noteworthy section on uh, iTunes, go to iTunes, hit subscribe, download a few episodes, check them out. Send them to some friends who might be looking for uh, crowdfunding advice. But, um, but yeah, so, so do that stuff. So to recap, crazy weekend, Toledo, Ohio. Got to look in the mirror. I'm telling you. I know I'm judging, but you got to look in the mirror. I'm, I'm doing it for everybody's good right now. But, uh, okay, that's enough of my, uh, my little rants here. 
Let's get into some crowdfunding tools and social media tools, marketing, organization, automation, press, how I do it. All the tools that I'm I'm popping through uh, to get my work done. So here we go. Let's go to my comp- let's go to that right now. Um, here we go. All right, all right. So the way I've broken down um, my tools is I, I, I put them in some categories so that we're going to try to stay a little organized as opposed to me just throwing a gigantic list out of the tools I use. Um, a lot of these tools too, and you know, if, if you don't believe me, you can ask Paul Luan and Sean Neal. I go through tools like they're going out of style. I'm constantly finding uh, ways to be faster, um, ways to get more done, uh, ways to you know, save on money. Obviously, I don't want to be spending 40 bucks on every single tool. And, and um, But the facts are, if you're going to run a successful crowdfunding campaign, you got to be using some tools. It's just that simple. It is not... So many times I have conversations with with um, um, with frankly, unsuccessful campaigns who call me for, for some free advice, um, you know, they really just put the page up and go, oh, I just thought money was going to come in. You know, Kickstarter is not a pile of money up in the sky that you just go and you grab what you want, you know, $5,000 and then come back down. You really have to work on it. You really have to do outreach. You've really got to go after influencers. You really have to be strong in social media. You've got to be a presence. You've got to be an expert in your field. Um, so, the way I broke these tools down, like I said, is in, in some categories. And the first one I'm going to start off with is just going to be organizational tools, just tools to keep all of this flowing inside and out. And this is probably you know, the core of what all these other things um, spin off of, because if you don't have this, you're probably going to be pretty lost um, with just, there's just so much going on. And I, I, subscri- I, I have issues with it sometimes. I'll, I'll start to forget what I was doing a couple weeks ago, and I got I to gotta retract. So, so that's the first thing I'm going to start out with. So organizationally, kind of our main tool inside of Woodshed Agency is Basecamp 3. And I strongly recommend everybody check this out. We went from Asana, Trello, Slack as a tool. We tried everything. But what, when it all what was all said and done, Basecamp 3 has made the most sense for not only us internally, but for each one of our clients. The reasons we dig it is that, um, you know, everything is under one roof. So when I'm working with a client or if I need something for, let's just say, a Facebook ad or, uh, you know, or a tweet or I need some copy, you have the ability in Basecamp 3 to have all that stuff located in there. You have the ability to have a schedule. Then you have a to-do list. You also have the chat feature, just like if you had a Slack channel. Um, but it's all under one roof. So for us, having multiple clients, it's easy for us to just jump right in. You know, I get a notification that I, I have a to-do that has to be done. I got to create a Facebook page, whatever it might be. I get that to-do. I go into that channel. Boom. I work out. Ten minutes later, I check it off, and that to-do is done. It keeps everybody organized. Um, strongly, strongly recommend it. So that's the best, That's the biggest first kind of key that we use. So if you're running a crowdfunding campaign and you're going to have a team of people, four or five people, whatever it might be, you got to have a way to keep these people organized. Basecamp 3, hands down, the best tool that I've seen so far for this. Um, so after that, um, I use a tool called Evernote. I think every, that one's pretty popular. That one is just where I am literally keeping track of everything. Receipts, 
ideas, um, something I think about, you know, in the, in the weekend. I also have some automation, which I'll get into, sent so that stuff is being sent um, into Evernote for me to use at, at later times. And I, that's going to be a little more advanced if I get into that stuff. I'll talk about the tools I use to get that automation going, but I've got a lot of stuff running in and out of Evernote, and it really is my sort of, I don't know, it's like my, uh, my chest of just, I just got everything in it, right? Notebooks and, and ideas and thoughts and to-dos. So then there's Evernote. After that, I use a tool called Quick Plan Pro to, um, to basically build a roadmap, right? I think everybody needs a roadmap. So for our clients, we will usually typically lay out and we'll work backwards. This is when we want to launch and this is what has to happen before that. Um, quick, plan, quick, excuse me, quick Plan Pro used to be just an app um, for your device, iPad, iPhone, all that stuff. Um, but they did just release an app version for the desktop, which has really helped out a lot because it was challenging doing everything um, uh, on a mobile device. So, um, so then I use that tool, like I said, to create a roadmap to follow um, and it has your to-dos and all that stuff in there. But that's something where we can, as a team, all look to make sure that we're staying on course um, uh, with the project. So now I get into a couple of tools that just help with, again, keeping things simple. Um, for all my conference calls, I use Uber Conference. Uh, I'm, I can't stand the pins. I can't stand when I'm driving and, um, uh, and I got to type in a 10-digit thing, you know, I don't have any of that with Uber Conference. I have a phone number. You know, anybody can call it. it you know, you don't need a PIN. You can also do it through the browser. Uh, it records everything. I have all, again, all of those conversations get, get um, automatically sent over to Evernote. So if at any moment, if somebody chimes in and says, we never talked about something, I have proof. I go back to it. And I think that's Uber. I think that's not Uber important, but not, no pun intended right there. But it is very important just you know, you got to do your due diligence. You got to keep track of everything. So I love Uber Conference. Great way too to set it up. It works through Google, Google Calendar. So once I create, um, let's just say our scrum calls for a client, which are usually weekly or twice a week, you know, call the, the, everybody's phones get dialed out. Um, I answer it and we, and we get right on the call. So really cool tool. Um, and then the last one in sort of this organization is um, Scrivener. Uh, I use Scrivener to basically write all the blogs, um, store notes, um, you know, once I create the roadmap, I have, I'll have more detailed stuff, and I can use Scrivener to kind of do that. It's similar to Microsoft Word. Um, I just found it to be a lot easier than Word to just, you know, write something quickly, store it, leave it in there, and, and, uh, uh, and go from there. So that's, these are sort of my organizational tools that keep me humming day in and day out over here. So after that one, I kind of want to get into um, just sort of the online presence. And there's only a few things that I think you got to have, right, to kind of just have your basically your home base. And the first one is obviously a website. You know, for a website, there are a, a gazillion tools out there. I know that. I tell everybody, just use Squarespace. You don't need to be a full-on designer. I do everything in Squarespace. There is very little that I can't do. Now, granted, I will get an occasional client that wants some very odd, you know, can you make the white a little smaller under a picture or whatever it might be, you know. That stuff, I usually have to come back with, like, listen, I'm not getting in and recoding an entire website. You know, the templates are great. They work great. They do everything I needed to do. So, and, and cost effective, I don't think it's that ridiculous on the, on the price. So, I recommend everybody use Squarespace. Um, from what I've seen from, like, Wix and some of the other templated tools out there, you know, um, they're just not, not the same. And then WordPress gets a little cha more challenging. And so, if you're a beginner and you're just starting out, 
I strongly recommend Squarespace. Outside of, after Squarespace, um, and I don't know if this really counts as online presence, but it does ca- count to me, I guess, as capturing leads. So inside of Squarespace, I always use a tool called SumoMe um, to create pop-ups and, and um, like a, they call them list builders or like a welcome page because anybody going to my website is an opportunity to get them to sign up for your website. If they're on your, your website, no matter what they are, you want their email address. That's the ultimate goal here is to get that email address to be able to start communicating them from there. So, so like I said, SumoMe works perfectly with Squarespace. It's like literally you got to copy and paste some code once you sign up for SumoMe, pop it in, and then build, your, build out your uh, pages. They also have like Google Analytics can be built into this. Um, you know, you can do um, heat maps. You can just, there's a ton of tools. Uh, I only pay for a couple of them. I pay for the welcome mat. I, I wanted a little more design and, um, uh, and I want to do some A-B testing. But every, other than that, everything else I use is the free versions. And, you know, just in the matter of a few months, we've had, I think, 180 people sign up through our welcome mat, which is unbelievable. It really is, you know. Um, so the traffic that's coming in, I am capturing that. So I find that to be, you know, um, really important. So once I get capture that lead, where are they going? Right. So from there, I'm dropping everybody into MailChimp. Um, and I have that again, running all on automation. And if you sign up, you know, you put your, um, you know, your email into sumo me, it goes right into MailChimp and into, I have segmented list, <coughs> excuse me. And then through MailChimp, you know, basically once a week, Twice a week, I am sending out e-blasts, um, and, and that's going to very targeted people. I know who my audience is, and that's my other kind of third thing to keep an online presence going um, outside of social media, because that's going to be a whole nother, whole nother uh, conversation. So, so those, are, those are the first two. Now I want to get into just some tools I use for overall design, building some logos, graphics, um, some text, font, social media things, whatever it is. Um, so I use, uh, for design, I use Canva to, to build a lot of, you know, Facebook ads and photos and whatever, whatever it is I need. Um, very easy to use. I am not a graphic design guy. Uh, I know somebody out there is going to go, I got to use Photoshop. If you don't use Photoshop, I'm not that guy. I can't figure out Photoshop. I don't have time to learn it. Canva, I log in, boom, knock out whatever I need. It, it, you know, they have templated things that pop up. Everything looks great. I download it and I move on. I get it done in a couple minutes. So then there's Canva. After that, there is a tool called Pixelmator um, that I use for the Mac. And that's when I have to do maybe just a touch more advanced stuff. I got to get rid of something. I got to put a different kind of font on that Canva couldn't do. I'll go to Pixelmator. And again, not that expensive. Mac app. And I, uh, I'll use that. And then my third thing is if I really can't get something done or if I cannot find a team member to do it or whatever it is, I will go to Fiverr. Go there. I don't go there as much, but I do use Fiverr for kind of one-off little weird things that I just, frankly, would rather spend five to ten bucks than learn a tool or just have to have it, you know, just take forever. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's that's when I use Fiverr. So, all right. So we've gone through organization. We've gone through online presence, design, and now let's talk about making life easier. Automation. And before we get into uh, the, the next three topics, so automation, you know, there's a there, there's there's becoming more and more of these out there. There's two that I use right now: Zapier and If This Then That, or I F T T T. Um, uh, if This Then That has a couple of you know, it only has about 200 recipes they call them, where you can basically say, if this happens, then I want this to happen. 
Zapier has a lot more than that. Um, now, Zapier, I do have to pay for it to get a little more features, but um, I've got a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes where if a lead is coming in from somewhere, wherever it is, if they you know sign up for an email, um, they're going to MailChimp, MailChimp is automatically sending some stuff out, but then also I have those leads maybe being automated into HubSpot or um, whatever my CRM tool is, Pipedrive or, you know, uh, what's the other one? I think Nutshell, it might be another one out there. Um, and I have all that stuff working behind the scenes. The other thing that I have Zapier and If This Then That doing is some social media stuff, which we'll get into. So one of my examples is that um, we have a Woodshed playlist. So if you're out there, go to Spotify, search the Woodshed Agency Office playlist. It's the playlist I curate for when we're all working together, my team. So whenever I add a new song to that, automatically through If This Then That, it gets uh, my Twitter gets updated that, hey, Jeff just added this brand new hot track to their playlist. And instead of me having to copy and paste and go to Twitter, that stuff's all happening just automatically. So all I had to do is connect my Spotify and Twitter account, and that stuff happens whenever I do it. So that's one example of it. Um, other things I have going on is, like I said, I, have, I, I use a CRM tool. And that's where, you know, anything that's happening, any interaction, Gmail, whatever it might be, I have all that stuff being stored into a CRM. And, and then also with HubSpot, it's tracking when I've last emailed them, when I need to do the next thing, follow up, whatever it might be. Um, so automation saves me personally, I think, a healthy amount of time. Now, you got to be careful how you set it up. I see some bad automation where... Um, you know, somebody will have their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all linked and connected, which seems awesome at first until you realize that you're getting no value because you've got to customize your your efforts for each each channel. So, you know, that's where I see it not working as well. But there's just a lot of opportunity to um, to just to save just again shave some time off so that you're not physically doing this stuff every single moment because that is exhausting. All right, you guys had enough of me yet? It's like 20 minutes of just Jeff Wenzel in your ear. I know it's challenging, but let's keep fighting through it. So, um, all right. So we got three more groups here. My next category um, is going to be influencers. So how do you find them and how do you reach them? I get this question quite a bit. Um, and this tasks, there's no like, oh, this only takes a couple of days. This takes years to, to really use these tools effectively and really to grow relationships. So when I think of an influencer, I think of somebody in my field doing something similar to what I do or somebody that I think would benefit from what my services are. So again, we do crowdfunding consulting. So I'm looking for influencers who, you know, are the cutting edge of crowdfunding, right? You know, who else is doing it? Who else is out there? Who else might have a blog I should follow to share stuff? Um, you know, then I start looking for who's active on Twitter, you know, who are these people, who are they, and, and, and what are they around me? Now, for some of you with like a, a project, your influencers are going to be different. You're going to be looking for people that can help amplify your message. So again, if you have a, I'll use a men's magazine, you know, Dwayne, if you're listening, talk about you, you know, uh, you're going to want to search influencers, librarians might be one or so. So, so you got to kind of expand out a little bit and think about who they are. So these are tools that I use to help get influencers and help reach them. First big tool, Ninja Outreach. Um, I would probably pay almost anything for this tool. This tool allows me to go in and search Twitter and Instagram influencers and reach out to them either through tweets, direct messages, or their email, depending on how they have their accounts set up. 
Um, you can also have um, templated templates in there, like uh, email templates that can go out. Um, you can also upload lists that you've, you've curated somewhere else. A um, lot of potential with this tool. So um, I use that tool quite a bit to really dive in and search for people that I want to get after, I want to reach. Especially when I do a crowdfunding and I've got a new client, I use that tool to dive in um, to that audience and try to find, try to, I have to at least find them before I can communicate with them. It's that simple. The next tool in terms of uh, looking for influencers is BuzzSumo. Um, it's kind of the same principle, uh, but only for Twitter. So BuzzSumo also has a unique um, content um, curation thing, I guess, where you can, maybe that might be the wrong word, I, you know, but you can basically log in and, and and search for the most popular blogs on a subject. So let's say you're writing something about recording studios. You could go into BuzzSumo, search recording studios, and it would pop up the, um, you know, the most popular articles on recording studios in the last 24 hours, one day, three days, a year, whatever it might be. Again, great opportunity to store that data, reach out to them, try to make a relationship. So that's a cool tool. The other thing is that they have a Twitter um, you can search Twitter and whatever people have in their um, in their keywords, right, in their bio. So if you were to search crowdfunding consultant or Kickstarter or Detroit, I would pop up. And you would tweet at me or direct message me, whatever it might be, um, and try to make a relationship. Uh, so that's BuzzSumo. The third influencer tool, I don't know if it's an influencer tool as much as it's just an outreach tool, is Green Inbox. Um, I love their Facebook feature. Um, where you can email, um, directly email uh, people. Um, I'm sorry, directly email your Facebook friends. And I've done this for my podcast. I've done this for campaigns that I'm working on. I've done this just to say hello. I've just been friendly with it. It costs a little bit of money, but I find that the upside of keeping that my friends, my Facebook friends active, totally outweighs you know the small cost of it. Um, they also have a great LinkedIn feature. Again, when I want to share a big article or like when I launched the podcast, I've, I reached out to a ton of people because um, uh, I thought it was you know, important and it was a direct message. So it was great. Um, so, I, so I look at Green Inbox once I kind of have identified some of my influencers and my friends and all that stuff and, and find a unique way to reach out to them. So I'm saving social media and marketing for last because that's the big one. Uh, so the next one is you know, let's just say, you know, you're a small company or a startup or you're got your crowdfunding campaign, then you got to start doing press and outreach for press. And this is a challenging one because this is a full-time job. Um, but there's two tools that I use for kind of some quick PR. And, uh, first one is Haro, which is help a reporter out. And basically every day I get hundreds and hundreds of leads through this and I search anything that I'm into. And if I find something that I could write about or a client could write about, I try to submit to a reporter. And I've gotten, I've had really good success with it. Um, the second one is sort kind of similar, but it's called Bite Size PR. Um, and this one, again, I pay a little bit of money, but I get customized leads uh, for reporters sent to my inbox um, every day or whatever it might be. I, or if I don't, I, I log in, I search for some stuff, and I, I go on. Um, the other sort of tool that I'm going to put in here is I actually use Skype for a lot of stuff. Um, I try to have as many conversations as possible online. Um, you know, it, it's a, you know, it's, it's a tool that you can actually extend past like an email. So let's just say that a reporter is asking you for something. I might go in and recommend like, Hey, well, why don't we jump on a quick interview and um, let's just do it through Skype. So I've also put Skype in that category. It probably should be in like its own communication or whatever. Uh, but for this 
interview, you know, this, this conversation, I just put it under press. So, all right. We are now down to the big kahuna. Social media marketing and all the tools I am using for that to get my content out, my messaging out, my Jeff Wenzel vibe, right? Everything I got to do that once I launch, once this podcast is done, I have to get it out, right? So how am I doing that? So let's break down that. Um, my which should agency's big focus is Facebook, obviously, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Those are our big focus. Um, so when I'm discussing stuff at all, it might be here. For you, it might be YouTube. For somebody else, it might be Vine. Yeah, we could go on and on on where, where they could be putting a channel. But these are mine. So, so kind of the first thing I do is, is I, I truly believe, and we've talked about this before. Paul and I have, um, you know, I, I, I love uh, curating content. I love sharing good posts out that, that are a reflection of my beliefs or a reflection of the company's beliefs, stuff that we're striving for. So to, to execute that, we use two tools. Feedly and Buffer, and I pay both of those so that they can actually mix and automate together. So I treat Feedly like it's my newspaper. I get up every morning, I spend 20 minutes, or right before I go to bed, I'll spend 20 minutes, whatever it is, and I'm just searching through Feedly, which has a bunch of RSS feeds that I've subscribed to, sending all the content into one place. Once I see something that I like, I literally share it to Buffer. And inside of Buffer, I have all my optimizational times that I've set up and, you know, and I change every once in a while uh, so that, and it just populates how many tweets I have. So, you know, right now, if I logged in, I think I have seven tweets going out today and tomorrow. Um, that's for my, the business, myself personally, even some of the clients. So, so that is how I'm curating a ton of content. And this one I think is the biggest one because it gets the ball rolling. And I can't tell you how many times – well, actually, this, this just happened Thursday night where I had somebody just ask me, how in the hell are you you know, creating this much content? And I'm telling you the dirty secret. I'm not creating the content. I'm sharing it. But people don't know that. You know, People aren't inside baseball, right? So they're, they just – if they see something good and they read something good – they're really not deep diving into who that author was on the blog. They are slightly assuming it's you. And I'm okay with that assumption. Frankly, you know, I am an expert in my field. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. If I share something on crowdfunding, people know I do crowdfunding. They don't really nitpick who it came from as long as it's good content. So that is my starting ground. That is where I'm like doing, I don't know, you know, it's like my 80-20% rule. 80% of my content is shared, 20% is is stuff that I'm actually creating. So, so that's my big start there. Um, after that, we're going to get into a little bit more automation stuff. So I'm using a couple tools to help me with this. Um, for Instagram, I'm using a tool called Instagress. And this is helping with automation of my, of me basically diving into the back end of Instagress and using keywords and people I want to follow to do a follow-unfollow technique. And um, you can also set up to, to auto-comment. And this is running in the background. And what this does, now granted some people are going to go, oh, just you can't do that. That's cheating. Your numbers don't make sense. And I, I agree with you. I had that philosophy for a long time. But what also is happening is that you know, you're increasing the possibility of your content getting in that. So once we change this strategy... You know, we're doing 50, 60, 70 likes per post 
Now, granted, some of that might be automation. There's no doubt about that. But there's some that isn't. And I'll tell you, I've gotten, and it's not a lot, but I've gotten three to four conversations or leads that have come from Instagram by me doing this. Isn't that a win? It doesn't cost that much money. Um, I still have to have an Instagram strategy. I still have to be posting these tools and I still have to be doing stuff. But this is happening behind the scenes. So for Twitter, same exact conversation, but I'm using a, um, a tool called narrow.io. And same thing's happening. I'm going into a tool called Ninja Outreach, right, that we talked about. I find these influencers and I put those influencers in these two tools so that I am following the right audience. I'm not just following blankly anything, right? Uh, it's not like I'm going into Instagram and Twitter and following porn stars. No, I'm following people who talk about social media, crowdfunding, consulting, <coughs> excuse me, all that sort of stuff. That's what I'm doing. So those two tools help me out immensely to grow my social media channels. Um, but I don't, like I said, it's not a shotgun approach. It still is a narrow approach, and I still have to find my influencers. So then I get into a tool called Medium. That is where I try to put all of our blogs or my clients' blogs on. Um, I find that there's just much more value than putting your content there than simply just putting it on your website and hoping traffic gets there. There is traffic going to Medium. So you want to be in those conversations. So again, if you're writing about crowdfunding and there's a crowdfunding channel there, you might want to die, you know, you want you got to get your content there. Um, you got to get in, in those audiences and, the, and, and have those people see it. And then also write, write in a way that is, you know, engaging. And it's just, it's just what I have found is, yes, I'm still putting a blog up on my website, but I've also got to put it on Medium. Um, it, you know, I've got to go to places where there's traffic without having to pay-per-click all the time. So, so yeah, there's Medium. Um, now, outside of that, so something else I'm doing for Twitter is I use, use a tool called Q, and that's Q-U-U-U.co, I think is what it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, I might be wrong on that. I'll put the actual link in the, in the webpage. But if you go to Q, um, and I pay for this too, pay for 10 bucks, I think it's 10 bucks a month, um, that tool is populating very popular Twitter posts under my certain categories that I pick. And this is going to be probably a little in-depth, and I'm probably tiring everybody out. But check out Q. And I have that automatically doing stuff behind the scenes. So Q is also connected to Buffer. So every day I have Q sending out four to five very high-profile um, um, or high-targeted you know, high um, uh, content. Um, and I get huge amounts of reshares and retweets because the content is just its the best of the best. And what I also do is that when I believe I have the best of the best, a really strong article... I can actually pay to promote my content up into that same sort of upper echelon cloud, for lack of a better term. Um, and from there, I get huge returns um, uh, on, on my content. But I only do that selectively. I use that once in a great while. Um, so another tool, and I've probably said that, what, 400 times now here. You're probably getting tired of it. Um, for Facebook ads, that's a big question that everybody always has. Facebook ads. Everybody is doing it, but they're struggling. And Facebook constantly changes their algorithm, so I get it why everybody's struggling. But Ads Expresso is the best. I use that. I put my ads in there. I connect to my Facebook account. They have guides, tutorials, blogs. They are all about Facebook ads. You know, whenever I'm struggling with something and I can't create what I what I want to create, I just go there. And 
It helps me with targeting my audiences. It just helps me with everything. So if you're struggling with Facebook ads, check out Ads Espresso. You know, it, 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 it'll probably be a game changer for you and hopefully get you the, you know, the paper clicks that you want, you know, the audience you want. Um, it'll let, help you narrow down your focus. All right, last, I think this, yeah, last but not least, how people have asked me how I'm doing my email drip automation. And I use a tool called QuickMail. Um, and this allows me to send, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank, I have probably sent today 500 emails. Uh, and they are just emails through my Gmail. It connects to my Gmail. And I have targeted lists of people and influencers that I want to reach. And I put them in a drip cycle where I send an opening email, a follow-up email, a third follow-up email, and then a sort of last chance email. And all this is happening behind the scenes. So again, I can't stress this enough how much I believe in automation and things happening behind the scenes because it saves me a lot of time. So, um, And I have multiple drip cycles depending on the type of lead I have. So that's the rundown. I know that was a lot for everybody. It was a lot for even me to get through. It took me two pieces of paper to write them all out. That's how many. So, like I said, I'm sure you missed some stuff. I'm sure I might have missed some stuff that I'm doing. I'm going to try to update this, you know, once a year or so because I can tell you that the next time I talk, most of these tools will probably change because I'm on to something else because I just keep constantly tweaking, constantly trying to find productivity. And I find that, you know, if you're doing a crowdfunding campaign, there's so much going on. It's a 360 approach. It isn't just one of these things. It's not like if you just use this one tool, boom, it all happens. And, and I understand that it's overwhelming for a lot of people who can't focus all their attention on it. And what I'm finding is that if you can just do a, you know, you know, a healthy amount of this and get a lot of the stuff built behind the, behind the scenes, you're going to have a better chance. Even if you're doing a marketing campaign or if you're doing, you know, um, um, you know just buying Facebook ads, you know, just literally, even if you're a restaurant and you want to do Facebook ads, go to Ads Espresso, you know. So I'm hoping that this adds a ton of value. Like I said, I'm going to put the links up to all the, um, all the tools uh, and I'm going to put a blog post up and I'll probably actually use Q.co to send this out to everybody because I think this is a very, um, you know, this is my roadmap, frankly. Um, these are the tools I'm checking every day. So hopefully you guys are getting a lot out of this. Um, if, if you have questions about some of these tools and you want maybe some more inside baseball on them, do me a favor, sign up for my Slack community, shoot me an email in there or a direct message, and we'll have that conversation so that everybody can see it because you're not going to be alone. So, um, okay, I think that's enough. I'm actually tired of talking. Whew, that was a long one, guys. Okay, I will see you all on Thursday. This a hip-hop collaboration, not exaggeration. Now at last you tasting everything we got. Ain't no wasting for your tricky thoughts that keep on bouncing in your dome. Like the leaky faucet that keep on dripping in your home. It ain't the last you've seen of me, more like a return To the store for something you want with more money to burn I'm like the money you earn, but you don't want to even keep it Like when you asked your friend, can you keep a secret? I'm out of sight nationwide, so you know I'm pacing high With my thoughts in the sky, and it's though I'm chasing wide Cause it's mind over matter My thoughts run and scatter like a one-way mirror Impossible to shatter I'll take you home
my mind and not a key to lock it up securely.